You, so you know what movie I was thinking about this past week? Um, X two X Men United. Uh, oh, yeah. Isn't that one of the movie? best like comic book movies ever made? Isn't that up there with Spider Man two? Like, I mean, I love it. Like, yeah. I think it's I think it's really good. But I was I was mostly thinking about the opening scene in of X two. Do you remember the opening scene of X two? Remind me. How does it so? Start? To me, this it's is like one, one of, of the, the best openings. Yeah, to me, it's yeah. it's probably my favorite opening of a movie ever. It's, you know, it starts in the White House and everything. It's at oh, nighttime. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, um, and then you know, you have this mysterious guy walking through the the hallways of, uh, the White House, and it, there's a tour going on. I think like late at night. Like, why the fuck is there a tour at like eight p.m.? Maybe it was in the winter time when it's like five p.m. and the you know there's no sun but um but it turns out you know it's nightcrawler and he's going after the president and then he just starts like he starts kicking ass and uh just you know watching him pop through walls like punching and kicking all the secret service guys and then there's just so much tension outside of like the the oval office um because I think that I think they lock him down in the Oval, Oval Office, but then he jumps in, and then you just see him just like, you know, kicking ass all around the room. Which is so not just like, like protocol, by the way. Like they always get the president out of the fucking Oval Office when oh, there's course. a problem. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I was just thinking about that movie because I'm like, I haven't seen it in so long. Like I remember I saw it in high school with a group of people and a few girls. And I remember the guy sitting next to me who I won't name names, but he was just like making out with this chick next to me. And I'm like, yo, dude, I'm trying to enjoy this movie. And you're just like tongues deep real quick with this girl. But, um, real quick. Yeah. You just but, tongues um, deep real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was, so it got me thinking, cause that's like thirst. my, so that was like one of my favorite openings of a movie ever. So is there like a movie yeah. um, that you can think of off the top of your head that like just it has an op- an opening scene and you can't say Saving Private Ryan. Um, but is there like an opening scene that like is just, you know, one of your favorites? Oh, man, I have to think about that. I know I it's tough. About that. It's kind of tough to think, like, off the top of your... I mean, I don't know, off the top of my head. Um, There's nothing that, like, might stand out to you? Uh, probably because it's pretty recently, but I will say... And you and I both both watched this in IMAX in the city when we went to see the, oh. the, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Dude, the opening scene of Tenet is so intense... And it just, it feels like the opening scene of, like, Dark Knight Rises. You know, no mm-hmm. one brings in the fucking drums. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my god, what is going on? I don't know what's going on. Uh, and then you're confused for the rest of that movie. But um, <laughs> that's a scene that, that definitely grabs me. I Didn't I mention this, like, the last episode where movies are getting really good at these, like, attention-grabbing first 10 minutes yeah. and they're like constantly releasing among oh yeah we did i think we did talk about that yeah last yeah. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's why i was thinking of x2 because i li- i re-listened maybe. to the episode last week and maybe mm-hmm. i don't know maybe that's why subliminally or subconsciously sublim- or it made which, you whatever it, word or maybe you were like yeah watching it or thinking about it and then uh um and then you noticed it because we talked about it but also uh yeah well, i think Whose corridor crew did like the analysis of that opening scene as X two, and they still say it's one of the best. Really? Like, oh, I gotta watch. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. They say like for two thousand three, it's like an amazing CGI of him coming oh, in yeah. and out. You know, dude. The, like, yeah, the special effects are phenomenal mm-hmm. for for yeah. especially for yeah back in two thousand and three. So, yeah. Go ahead, so Evan, I was sorry. just gonna go off of no, you're good. I was just gonna go off of what you were just talking about. How uh, you're like, it's like the opening scene of the Dark Knight. I mean, the Dark Knight's opening scene with the Joker is incredible. Oh, right. Or the opening I mean, scene of that's the, an amazing of Heat, scene, right? Like if you think of Heat, right? You know, like like all these right. movies, opening scene of Pulp Fiction. I'll tell like, you though. Oh. I'll tell you though. The one that stuck out at me, just as I was thinking, I was like, what movie? Did like once I saw the opening, I was like, "Oh shit!" It's like that. 
and I know it's Sicario. Oh, yes. The opening scene of Sicario sets oh. the pace for the entire movie, and you're like, oh, shit, it's going to be one of those movies. Yeah. Oh, I love Dude, that Sicario, Dude. that's I one of my back, favorite movies. Yeah, I go back and watch that movie at least once every four months. Like, like easily. It's, it's just so good. Dude, I watch it good. as I go to bed every night. It puts me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get so that much shit. That puts you to sleep? I get so much yeah, the, shit. Yeah, God. Like, um, uh, <laughs> just kidding. I love that movie. We'll, we'll be, like, trying to fall asleep, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, let's put on uh, this action movie. And Nina's like, why are we going to listen to gunshots <laughs> to go to sleep to? Like, the other night I put Jaws on. She's like, Eric, there's people screaming in this movie. I'm like, eh, not every scene. I go, come on. <laughs> <laughs> not every scene. <laughs> like, one night I fell asleep to John Wick. She's like, really? I'm like, what? It's uh, it's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. It's so it good. is. Uh, but, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, that's. I thought that'd be a good topic to just you know kind of begin the show. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's. Uh, any others that we want to mention? Any you know, any other dark horses? I guess you could say. <laughs> um, you know what I'll say? There was a good open. I'll say this. I just watched yesterday, and this isn't a spoiler or a review or anything, but. On HBO Max, there's a movie that just came out called The Empty Man. So don't say anything because my Drew just recommended me that, and I didn't hear, I didn't know anything about it, but he heard, he loved it. So, did you watch the whole thing? I kind of forced myself to, but I will say <laughs> the, the opening scene of that movie is is the opening scene of that movie could have been the whole movie, and that's all I'll oh, say. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like if they just, like, expanded on that opening 15, 20 minutes for two mm-hmm. hours, yeah, I would have liked that movie so much more. Interesting. Because this movie I saw is two hours and, like, 15 minutes. Two hours and 15 minutes. The main guy in it is... Um, James Dale Badge. Yeah, he's been in some other movies that have been pretty good. He had, like, a good run. He had a good run for a bit, but now he's, like, not in, like, he's not much. (laughs) I I know it's recommended, and and I respect Drew's opinion. And, and Matt, you'll you'll probably like this movie, like you will. Mm -hmm. But for me, I, 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 like, after that first 20 minutes, I was like, what the fuck are, like, what are we doing? Okay. All right, interesting. Oh, interesting. I have two others that just came to my head. Sure, yeah, go for it. Just because we were thinking about it. Scary movies have great openings. Oh, yeah. Right? Scary mm-hmm. movies have great openings because that's what draws you in. That's what kind of shows like what's going to happen, right? Oh, I wonder if you're going to say Scream, what I think. Yeah. I think Scream has one of the best openings ever. I was actually – I'm going to reference Scream later. So I'm, wow. it's funny you brought it up. Yeah. Weird synchronicity. Well, yeah. And I will say, just thinking about it now, because it's also one of my favorite – Scary movie, just like Scary Scream. Scary movie itself, Quiet just place. like Scream. The opening to that movie is what? Oh, you're uh, <laughs> oh, we lost Evan. Oh, He's either frozen. Y'all just went. Y'all just went robot on me. Oh yeah, we lost you. So you're back. Okay, what movie? Yeah, y'all just went robot on me. There we go. <laughs> uh, a quiet place. Yeah. Oh wow, you just reminded me. I just watched that quiet place too. All right, cool. <laughs> Have you seen it? I I was I was trying to watch it this past week. I'm I want to watch it by next weekend. Um, so I'm yeah I haven't watched the second one yet. I'm cool to wait to talk about it. I'll I'll rewatch just the, that just movie. the first one though. Have you seen the first one? I've seen yeah. the first one. Yeah yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, opening the opening scene is the incredible. First one. I was like, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, what about with uh, the new Halloween? Like you know, uh, I don't. Well, everybody's seen a quiet place. Fuck off. No spoiler, whatever. <laughs> but like they kill a kid, dude, in the first opening <laughs> scene of that movie. And then in, mm-hmm. remember in Halloween, the new one, when like he kills the kid in the car. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I remember watching that. Like, oh, all right. Well, that's what we're doing now. Okay. <laughs> Just strangle mm-hmm. the fucking a kid. <laughs> And uh, that was a not your normal kid. Like I don't know. <laughs> like, 
Hey, yeah. Not your normal kid. Not your normal kid. <laughs> anyway, I'll say you took a risk there, yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the last one I do want to mention because it's it's actually fairly new. Um, Zack Snyder did a really good job with the you know the opening credits of Army of the Dead. Because um, mm-hmm. yeah. like, I was actually ju- I was literally just I, I just did my workout and I was listening to a podcast that him and the screenwriter I can't remember it was like a thirty minute interview. And he was like, yeah, I really much, I pretty much just wanted to do like a short story in that, you know, opening sequence without any dialogue or anything. And I always, I always thought like, I feel like that's a really interesting story. And like, I thought Army of the Dead was a fun movie, Yeah, but man, it was a terrible story. It was an awful story. Um, And I was like, I kind of wish I had seen that opening sequence as an actual movie rather than just like, you know as the credits so yeah the more i think about that movie I, i'm kind of like why wouldn't the yeah. military just like get a black hawk helicopter and just drop pr- people down right where they need to be and get it done and get the fuck they, out no <laughs> like, and i don't want to go into spoilers you for the why? movie but there's so, they could have why? solved what they needed to do so quickly uh and they didn't need the whole army because yeah. they do you know why? they needed to get this one thing instead of the money and they got it no problem at all. Wasn't it the head like, or something of the yes. queen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so spoilers for Army of the Dead. They had to get that head. Um, yeah. Whatever. But um, <laughs> they ha- they had to get that head, and like the two people got it no problems. Like towards that entrance, it's like, well, why didn't you just do that to begin with? Like you didn't need to do this whole ruse of getting these people to go steal this money for like no reason. Anyway. Yeah, it felt very. Do you, do you know? Punchy. Do you know why that happened? Do you know why? 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 Tell me. Because then there wouldn't be a movie. Oh, yeah. I know that. Wow. Evan. But, yeah, I know. But yes. it's just a stupid plot hole. Sometimes plot it's as simple point. as that. I know. You're right. There's like I've, you know, widgets and MacGuffins, you know, like that just need to happen <laughs> and be there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we can kind of move on from that. But I guess, you know, since Evan already brought up... Um, Scream, I kind of want to mention uh, the first thing that I've been watching over the past couple of weeks, which is the mm. Fear Street trilogy yes. on Netflix. Mm. Yep. Have either of you guys watched any of those yet? Probably no, yet. but you uh, yeah. you mentioned that you like... So, did all three of these come out at the same time? Uh, three weekends in a row they okay. came out. Okay, all right. So, I feel like this is like a new... Um, experiment that like netflix is like working on because these things are like three movies they're almost like two hours long each um so fear street it's based on novels by rl stein you know the famous for goosebumps really um yeah i actually had i had no idea that he wrote these books i think they came out before goosebumps um so I didn't know anything about these movies like at all. Like I I didn't hear about Fear Street until after the first one had come out. Um, but I heard, you know, I heard really good things and I was like, all right, let me let me check it out. So one night I watched it, the first one. So it's Fear Street, um, 1994. Fear Street 1994. Mm-hmm. So they kind of go back in time each, you know, each movie. So the first one is 1994, the second one is 1978, and then the, the third one is Fear Street 19, or Fear Street 1666. Um, so overall, the story is just based on this like witch that has kind of been haunting this town for a really long time, um, and it it it's just based all around that kind of starting with a group of people. Um, in 1994 and then kind of you know going back to 1978 then kind of going to like the origins of 1666 um so the the scream reference like the first scene of the 1994 is very reminiscent of scream the original one like Mm -hmm. this this movie is definitely like a nostalgia trip you know especially 1978 it's based on a summer camp um and um, they're they're great. The first one, the first one's really good. I thought, um, you know, it, it was. I think the 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 actors in the movie just just were they were like they were pretty good. But like 
I love the second one. The second one to me is by far the best one. That's um, crazy considering like how sequels go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, the, the, the second one is great, dude. It is, it's brutal at some points. Like, um, nice. some of the kills that were happening, I'm like, Oh geez. That's like, that's pretty, pretty gnarly stuff. So this is um, a stupid question and you can yeah, laugh sure. at me, but is it scary or is it just like gory for gore sake? Um, you know what I mean? Dude, I didn't, I, I didn't jump. Not scary. No. Yeah. No, they're yeah. like I, I didn't drum, jump or anything like that. They're not creepy, but like they're not like they're not. I wouldn't call them even campy. Like I don't think they're campy horror movies. Like they're just they're trying to be legitimate like horror slasher uh, witchcraft like movies. Like they're trying to be legitimate, and I think they did a really good job with it. Like I don't, I just I don't think they're campy. And then, yeah, when the second one comes along, I'm like, oh, shit, all right, they're, like, fucking, they're serious with this stuff. And then just to kind of, to just to wrap up with this, the the third one was was great. I was so worried that, like, they weren't going to stick the landing, and they did. Like, they had a great finale. Like, you know, you know, as all, like, kind of horror movies do, there's, like, a, you know, a grand finale, like, Scream at the House or whatever like that. Um, right, but they they really stick the landing, and I I thought this was a fantastic trilogy, and I yeah I can't I can't recommend it enough. If I, I honestly I kind of wish this came out around Halloween. So if you guys want to wait on it, yeah. maybe go when you wait towards like when it's like Halloween time because these are great like Halloween films. So yeah, real quick real quick question about it: Is it the same cast in the three movies? Mm. Is it the same what cast? The same cast? Yeah. So it. Um, it, they kind of flow incongruent with each other. So it's like this one big connecting story. So you see um, uh, a, like a cast in the first one, and then there's a kind of a they kind they're in little bit little bits to pieces of the second one. There's a new cast, and then in the third one, there's you know both casts combined in the third one. So in the third one, there's not really a new one, but they kind of combine it in a cool way in the third one of the first two movies but the third um, one takes place that's in pretty cool though 66 yeah yeah it yeah. makes it makes sense when you watch it um okay. but it's 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 cool it's cool what they do they it's a it's a really cool premise and i'm i'm, I'm really impressed like how they um how they kind of pieced it all together going from the different timelines so it's neat. i was gonna say yeah. that must have been an amazing project to be an actor on yeah oh yeah movies. i I could you know only I mean? imagine come out within a week of each other. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm. This is you know, it, it, this could have easily been like uh, an like one season, but like they work really right. well as just individual movies. So um, that's yeah. great. So Fear Street now streaming on Netflix. Highly, yeah, highly recommend. So, <clears throat> what about you guys? Whoever wants to kind of go next, talk about what you've been watching. Uh, All right. Yeah, Evan, go first, cause yeah. Or go uh, I started watching <laughs> Sense Eight. Ooh, mm, okay. I've heard I've heard really good things about it. Some bad things, and then things in the middle. So, right. So I'm not done with it. I'm I'm like halfway through the first season. And How many I'm seasons in. are there? It's two seasons. It got canceled after the second one. That's Wachowski's, right? Um, but it's. It's directed by the Wachowskis, yeah. Like, the whole thing. It's really, really interesting. Um, without, like, yeah, I mean... It's been it's out kind for, like, of four years. in the title, so I'm not... Yeah. Yeah, it's not, like a, it's not like a spoiler, per se. Even for you guys, it's not like, you know... The premise is an interesting premise, but essentially it's these eight different characters who all can experience it... Can, can experience each other's lives... Right. That's kind of as far as I've gotten. So I don't know much else as, as it goes on. I'm kind of excited to see what happens. But um, it's just, it's a good character study. So if you're into like cool characters that are different and weird and um, even just normal people who are going through different things and, you know, some people you would have met, like, oh, that's what it's like. That could be what it's like to live in that person's shoes. They're really good with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, I'm like really enjoying it. Pretty great. Yeah, I, I've heard. I'm kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised that it got canceled, even just from like, like where I'm at right now. 
Yeah, I wonder if it just it it came out at a time that mm-hmm. which it, it, the world wasn't ready for that show. Mm-hmm. Um, the first episode, I mean, the world ain't ready for that first episode, dude. I remember watching yeah, that first. Totally. I, I still remember that first episode, and you come in on the room with those girls, and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah it's just one of those shows that i've i've always had interest in watching but i've never had it high up on my list of like yeah. checking out but like you know i i think the 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 wakowski sisters do you know really cool things uh, you know i love you know cloud atlas was one of my favorite movies of 2010s uh, i mean they did the matrix they got the the next yeah. matrix coming out um, I think they cool do do they do cool stuff and I you know I kind of regret not watching it so n- now I don't know maybe I will now because there isn't too much that I've been watching so I'll have to maybe check it out. That's that was the thing that got me to watch it. Like my 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 girlfriend was like, "This is my favorite show." And I was oh like, no, really? kidding! She's wow. like, "This is my favorite show. You're gonna have to." I was like, "Let's sit down and watch." She was like, she was getting all like uh, paranoid. She's like, "If you don't want to watch it, it's okay." I was like, "I'm in. Like, I can't <laughs> stop watching now." Like. So yeah, I'm like I love this kind of stuff. So typical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I, funny. Real, real quick. So, Sen- I, um, real, one Eric, one second. So, yeah. Sensate is on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So that's yeah, that's Sensate. Did were you gonna say something about Sensate, Eric? No, no, I was just gonna say, um, real quick, like same thing with um, Gossip Girl that just started on HBO. <laughs> like. Need uh need to watch the first episode. I've never watched Gossip Girl. I I don't I I didn't think I had to say that, but it's pretty obvious. I didn't watch Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the second episode with her, and the whole time she was just like, "Well, it, you know, if like you're not into it, like you know, we could watch something else. We could watch something yeah. else." I'm like, "No, no, no, it's fine. Like I'm 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 understanding like what's going on here." I was like, it's okay. Yeah. It's just it's just funny that like, that it's just like this. I feel like that's not just a girlfriend thing. That's like a everybody thing. You know, well, when right. you're like super yeah. into something and you're like, you gotta you gotta watch this thing, it's so good, and the person starts watching it and you're like, I mean, if you don't like it, you don't have to continue. <laughs> but I was like that with Zack Snyder's Justice League. She yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, right. I'll watch it. I'm like, Oh, okay, good, 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 good. So like I already watched it before. <laughs> Her and I watch it together. So, like, 20 minutes in, I'm like, so, are you liking it? Are you liking it so far? Like, is everything good for you? Like, you think this is better? Like. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's funny funny as hell. (laughs) That reminds me, Melissa was watching um, Emily in Paris last year on Netflix. Um, it's It's actually Emily in Paris. Paris. Oh, it's Emily in Paris. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know. How dare you? <laughs> it's supposed to. It's supposed to rhyme. It's supposed to rhyme. Emily, Emily in Paris. Paris. Oh, oh, is that actually a legitimate thing? Clever fuck. I believe it is. Yeah. Oh jeez. Okay, I had no idea. <laughs> Whatever. But I remember. She, I remember she was watching it, and um, we were, you know it was just something to watch, and I was like, oh, I didn't think I was gonna enjoy this show. I actually really loved that that show, <laughs> the first season. Yeah, you really? know, it's very corny and kind of kooky, yeah. but like. I don't know. Like, I really like um, what's her name, Lily Collins. Lily Collins, I believe, yeah, she's is. Great. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was really good in it, and I was like, you know, this actually is a pretty good show. It seems like it wouldn't be up my alley, like at all. The one thing I just didn't understand is like these people were actually like really mean to her for just no reason. It's actually very annoying. Is but, that true? Um, well, yeah, in the show, because like she's she works for some American company. And they sent her to this agency that the American company just bought in Paris. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, afraid of her. So for no reason, they're just, like, really mean to her. And it's kind of, like, it gets kind of annoying after a while. It's like, all right, you don't have to be, like, like, she's being very nice to you. There's just no reason to be mean. But anyways, so, yeah. But cool, cool. So, all right. Well, Eric, what, have, uh, what else have you been watching? Um... So what I've been going in on recently is a show called Atypical, which uh, is on Netflix, and I definitely, uh, I think it's in its fourth season. So uh, anybody that yeah, my wife loves that show. Yeah, I've never, um, I haven't seen it before, and then Nina introduced it to me, and then uh, it's 
essentially a very interesting show. Uh, what is that about? <laughs> it's, What's it about? Um, it's about a. Um, it's. I don't know how to say it. it's 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 like about a family that has a, a son who's autistic, but it like focus. It doesn't just focus on the autistic kid. Um, it focuses on essentially like everybody in the family and how it affects them and all of this kind of very uh, interesting stuff. Yeah. And I mean, you guys know this. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just send, dude? What is this? I'm laughing at you uh, and the way you're, <laughs> way you're describing. Well, it's just like the show, it, this show just kind of hits really close to home it's for me. It's just this thing with some interesting uh, stuff. W- 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 with some people? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, just, it's, it's really weird because it's a, it's a show that really hits home for me. And you guys know, like, my, my one brother um, is on the spectrum. So I'm not even going to mm-hmm. lie to you. Like, I watched the first episode of this show. And it almost made me, like, so uncomfortable that it took me, like, a couple weeks to go back to and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of things that this show kind of, like, talks about, brings to light, represents. It's 100% true and honest, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously not everything. Like, there's certain things about the show that I just don't, like, like I don't like that it's in there. But, like, I get mm-hmm. why it's in there because of drama purposes, you know, like yeah, like yeah, the yeah. mom having an affair and stuff. But, like, everything else about that show is, like, fucking spot on, man. Like, mm-hmm. it really is. That's great. You know, and it's it, 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 it's just, like, a really good show to kind of watch, uh, whether you're experience like whether you have somebody in your life that has special kind of needs or you don't and you, and it's a really good show to kind of help you understand and it's yeah. like from season I think one like like i've yeah. only like i've been season one and like like after i got through the first episode and then the second one i was like okay like this is what this is like just kind of watch and try to like you know just take it take it in and it and it yeah. almost feels like um, it almost feels like this is us, but for like a family that is dealing with like having an autistic son or like mm-hmm. an right. autistic child, right? But like the level that I like emotional type of like things that it touches on and 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 all of that. The only other show that I could compare it to was almost like this is us because when you watch that show, if you watch it, it's kind of it's another show that you almost feel uncomfortable watching, you know, because it's just like. Because it it's hits, real life. Yeah, it just like hits you hard, you know, and it's so relatable right. and and yeah. things like that. I think, and I think shows like Atypical are important mm-hmm. um, for the reasons that you're explaining right now. They're important because they give you a glimpse into what it's like to live like that. And I think that so many other people just kind of go around, you know, living their lives not knowing what other people are going through or what it's like to be someone else or. Uh, what it's like to put yourself in someone's shoes or a family's shoes that may be going through something like that. Right. Um, and shows like that kind of really put everything into, perspec- into perspective. And especially nowadays, because those stories are being told by people who've experienced it. So they're not right. just making up the story. It's more often it's coming from a place of like, I know what this is like. Here's a rendition of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and I, um... I think those were super important. A hundred percent. And you know, what's funny. It's it, not funny, but you know, what's uh, it's, it's crazy to think about is it's like, there's an authenticity to it, you know, like, mm-hmm. which yeah. is what kind of brings you in. Like, I mean, we all know this, we all watch like, you know, like uh, a cardboard cutout movies that are totally produced, you know, like, like, yeah. and you feel it, but you're like, ah, I just want to like escape for an hour and a half or whatever, two hours. And, watch something and be entertained i just watched a movie like that it was uh um mid midway midway it was Mm -hmm. a total like you know we love america you know war movie you know what i mean (laughs) like yeah it was such a overexposed like as soon as you see such a a cookie cutter war movie it's like put this generic plot with bombs and ships it's just like yeah uh, 
Like, history didn't happen this way, but we really want you to think that it did. Like, kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you see that, and you're like, ah, okay. But, like, a show like Atypical, or a show like uh, The Good Place, or, you know, This Is Us, or, or anything. The, the the level of authenticity that comes with a show like that, and the message it's presenting, portraying, and kind of, like, giving you. And then the acting is on point. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's like next level. Yeah. It has a really good cast. Yeah. Um, from what I've seen. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, I've never, I've never watched it. Um, I know, yeah, my wife was really into it, but if, if, if you like that show, you should check out, uh, this, this show on Netflix called love on the spectrum. I think that's the name of it. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's about, you know, people on, on the spectrum trying to find love with other people. And it's, we, we binged it last year, and it's great. Like, you're just rooting for mm-hmm. um, the, you know, these men and women trying to find love, people who already are in love and wanting to get married and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, it's really endearing and kind of heartfelt. And there's this one guy in it, he's just like the the coolest dude. I'm just like, yo, I just want him to just find his, his mate. And it's just, it's really cool. So it's a, it's a cool show. Yeah, man. You know, everybody talks about like representation today in movies and television Mm -hmm. and everything like that. I mean, you know, seeing something like that out, like, uh, what was the other movie? Peanut butter Falcon with Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's another great movie, man, where it's like I watch that and I literally like cry, you know, watching yeah. it. You yep. know, it's just like because it, hit, it hits home for me, like somebody like, who is always constantly, you know, from a perspective, always represented in movies and television. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's like I totally understand that and we need something else and, and extra and stuff like that. But to see something that isn't it's not something always talked about. You know, and I'm not going to go in mm-hmm. on this, but it's it's not something that's always been talked about, but it's something that is becoming more normalized and accepted, just like everything else is people that have learning disabilities and special needs, you know, and yeah. for sure. Yeah. To see stuff like this kind of put out as. Uh, yeah, I think that's what's so great about, you know, sh- streaming services is that yeah. people you take chances on stuff and put those stories out there, you know, because mm-hmm. there probably wouldn't be those opportunities uh, in the past, which of is which not. is awesome. That's the yeah. beauty of streaming right. today, you know, and podcasts yep. and everything else. Exactly. So cool. So, yeah, that's atypical on Netflix. Um I'm just checking time because I want to make sure we have some room to talk about Loki. So let's do it. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do it. Um, before we get there, <laughs> uh, let's do like a quick one more round of like something else we've been watching because I really want to talk about just one quick, quick movie. Um, have you guys heard of this movie Werewolves Within? Uh, yes, uh, my have, roommate yeah. just watched it. You just watched it? No, my roommate just watched it. Okay. Yeah, it's um so it's based on this like VR video game and it's honestly probably one of the best video game adaptations even though I've never played the game. Um but it's a really cool story. Pretty much it's like it's kind of like Clue where, you know, there's a group of people and they know that one of them is a va- uh, not a vampire. One of them is a werewolf and they're trying to find out which one it is. They they live in this like small remote town where they're kind of trapped in this town due to like a snowstorm um but it's funny it stars sam richardson who you just probably saw in the tomorrow war he was kind of like the the buddy of chris pratt um he's been in a bunch of stuff yeah he's getting big and then Is what's he her the name science guy in tomorrow war? the science guy yeah dude mm-hmm. hilarious yeah, so he's the main guy in this. And then Milana okay. Va- what is her name? She's the she's the AT&T girl. Um Yeah. I forget her name, but she she's in the Vain AT&T Trub. commercials. What is it? Vaintrub. Yeah. Va- yeah, Milana Vaintrub. She stars in this as well. So I just want to give a quick shout out to that movie because it's awesome. It's on VOD right now so you can rent it on demand. Um but Super cool movie, and you know Ubisoft, which is a big video game producer, actually you know produced this movie. Um, it's 
it's cool. It's really fun. It's it's a have you a never good played the game Werewolves like the the game in person? Is it a game? No, people have talked about it, but I've never actually played it's, it in real life. It's one of the most fun games to play in real life. I used to do like a couple years ago, a couple years ago at this point, probably like five six years ago at this point <laughs> uh, in LA, we'd get like a we'd get like a group of people. I'm talking like 15, 20 people, right? Oh damn! And we would sit in this. We would sit in the living room and we would play werewolves. It'd be like a drinking game. Everyone's like you know drinking, having fun, and by the end, what what happens is. Like, some of the people are sitting off to the side, like, watching the game unfold. And essentially, your your job is to find the werewolf, right, before mm-hmm. they kill everybody in town. And so when you're out of the game, you get to watch and you get to see who the werewolves are. Like, you, you see how it works. Mm. And, like, you, you're listening to the lies that's, that's being told and, like, all this other stuff that's happening. And it, it gets difficult as you're standing there. You're like, oh, my God, how did they not see the lie? You know what I mean? it's, <laughs> it gets really heated. And then you have people sitting there pointing fingers and like, you're a liar because it just gets it gets heated, man. It's, oh, it, nice. it's a fun game. Oh, that's awesome. I wonder if the game, game. The, I feel the like VR game we, is based off that. It's got to be. It's got to be. If yeah. we were if we were all together and we had our like big crew of people playing that game, it would probably be one of the funniest things ever. Oh man, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, next time we can we can try to do that. We'll have to get that together. It'd <laughs> be so much fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's Werewolves Within on VOD. So uh, why don't you guys give one quick go and we'll get into to Loki. I watched No Sudden Move on HBO Max. Ugh. Yeah. What'd you think of that? I was so-so I on was, it. I, yeah, so-so. I was so-so on it. Um, I know, stopped watching it. There were some it. parts of it. <laughs> there were some parts that were kind of cool. I, I think that some of the uh, some of the way that they, like, the style that they shot the movie in I thought was interesting. Yep. Um, I love I mean, Don Cheadle, you know, dude. Yeah, Cheetah was great. Okay, now because you brought up Cheetah, I just wanted to like let's let's just go into this real quick. Space Jam, did you guys? Yeah, see it? that was what that? I was gonna talk about. So we can go into that Perfect. if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, LeBron James can't fucking act for his life. That's what I'm gonna say first. Wait, he in the right in the right roles he can. In the right what roles playing he, himself? He's been, what in no, the Amy Schumer been, movie? When you got to act next been, to Amy Schumer, it's very easy to look. He's good. he's been funny and he's been good in certain things, but in this one, it was it was difficult. You know what he's good at? He's good at basketball. That's what he's good at. Okay. You know who? <laughs> not I, good at acting. You know who? You know who I didn't enjoy it in that movie? You didn't Don like Cheadle? Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Why? I liked him. I think he played. Why? Like, why? No. Do you know what that movie? Do Look, you know what space? Hold on, I'm talking oh, about Space yes, Jam: I New know, Legacy right I know. now. It is I know. Tron Legacy. It with Space Jam. That's right. what it is. It's Tron Legacy. Right. It's like a bad variant of the fucking main guy, <laughs> and, and now the main guy's got a son that's in the game. Tron yeah. Legacy. His son gets in the game. Yeah. And then they throw like Rick and Morty, very cl- Batman, very close. the Joker. They and they make it the kids' yeah. game. Like it's just, it's it's a family. Wait, are they movie. actually? Are they actually in that movie? Yes. Yeah. Oh really? They, they throw a bunch of yeah. like famous. It's Warner Brothers, so they go in and they like blow themselves. Yeah. This whole movie, and they uh... put like all their good <laughs> shit like in the fucking background. Like like he's in the office, and they have like. Aquaman on the wall and it's like oh okay yeah cool you're happy with oh, Aquaman like like dude it's just one it's like a it's like a Warner Brothers we love ourselves fest and it's like I'm not hating on it because you know whatever all movies are advertising today so good for them but like it, it just felt like one of those cookie cutter movies you know like the CGI when they switched cool. when they switched it over to be yeah. like three dimensional, I was like, yo, this yeah, looks fucking cool. cool as hell. But Yeah, I, I just dude. I'm I with just you. thought So I'm yeah, Evan, what are your thoughts thought, on it? 
I, I'm just gonna say. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed parts of the movie. I'm not gonna lie. I sat there. I laughed. It's I, fun. I laughed a few times. It's fun. I had fun. Yeah. Right? I know Bugs the movie Buddy's wasn't made for fuck me. Bugs Bunny's bitter as fuck in this movie. Ugh. I know the movie wasn't made for me. Yeah. Right. It's not made for guys in their 30s. No. It, no, it, no, no, no. Listen. It, it was made for us because we grew up with Space Jam. It was. Yeah, they fair. made it most mostly for us. No, they made it for. I don't think so. They made it for Gen if whatever the it, fuck they, they are. Gen yeah, Z. Yeah, if they made it mostly for us, then we would have enjoyed it. <laughs> they would have actually given think... us Michael Jordan in the movie. Right. But look, I, I, I'm gonna. Just, I just want to say this. I really like. You want to talk about the bad acting and everything else? Like I, I mean, it was it was as if Cheetah was playing like a villain on like Power Rangers. Yeah, he was like uh, Rita like Repulsa. TV show. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like. I, and I love Don Cheadle. And look, I'm not saying like, oh, he was he's a terrible actor. No, God, no. I'm not saying that Him as Captain Planet is the, one of my favorite things on the internet. that's what the script called for, and that's what was given to him, so he did what he could with it. But, yeah. like, if anything, that just goes to show you that this whoever wrote the script, I I went and looked, by the way. Who There's wrote like it, There's, nine writers. Oh, my God, for that shit movie? That's what I'm talking you. about. There's, like, uh, nine writers in that movie. I it's need your help. Jeez. Too many cooks in the kitchen. I need your help yeah. writing the thing that we talked about that I sent you a text message on. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like it was just too many cooks in the kitchen. Like, I, I enjoyed parts of it. Don't get me wrong. But as far as, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know it wasn't I want to have to check it out. So all I, all I know, people were mad at that movie because they didn't sexualize um, Lola Bunny. Anymore, that's Tell people to ridiculous. get out of their own way. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely it's, that's insane. That's so insane. Oh that my god, legit, she like, has he, appropriate clothing on for yeah. An athlete. When when the first image of her came out, the internet was so mad. <laughs> yeah, she's a cartoon. Imagine people. being mad about what a cartoon bunny wears. Right. Imagine yep. not being able to get actual girls. And then, like, <laughs> commenting on the fucking internet and bitching about a cartoon <laughs> sexuality. These are the yeah, same it's... men that if they had the internet during Who Framed Roger Rabbit, they'd be like, oh, my God, did you see Jessica Rabbit? Oh, she looks great. Like, Yeah. Hey, as a kid, hey, I I, I was a big fan. Get it, big together. Fan. Get it together. <laughs> Get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Still am a big fan. Get a fucking job if you're bitching about Lola Rabbit's clothes. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> All right, I think no I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna have to watch this. So watch it. Why? It's not great. It's not great. You're probably not gonna like it, but there are definitely parts least, of it. I mean, that I know I know funny. what to expect when I go into it now. Yeah. So yeah. I like. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, There's parts that you're gonna laugh at for sure. All right, one hundred percent. So that's that's on HBO Max now. But you know, Loki. let's kind of get into a spoiler conversation about Loki. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's you know there's good stuff to talk about that. That was the uh, the six episode series on uh, Disney Plus. So I honestly, before the show even came out, the plot for the story was not what I was expecting, like at all. Um, and I loved the way it went because it kind of just like it kind of blew my expectations like out of the water because like, yeah. you know, like because I don't watch trailers or anything. So I don't even know if like the trailer gave anything away. I just knew there was something with like D.B. Cooper. So I was I don't know. So what to this is a, from that, this is but... a show that you could have watched the trailer and still been like, I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen with this show. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, well, it was, sometimes yeah. it was tough following the show because I felt like they were really talking about like time and maybe relativity. And they were, they were really trying to construct this whole universe on like, okay, how does time work? So sometimes right. I feel like they were just throwing out a lot of big, you know, terminology or phrases. I'm just like, Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but I just assume it's something with time. But uh... I think, um, I, and, and I want to say much more about this show, but I think this, I think this show in and of itself is a is a 
a very entertaining representation of like exposition and character development. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, and and the devices that they use and how they like use it for the story was a very good way of explaining more deeply what the ancient one explained to the Hulk in Endgame. Right? Like mm-hmm. and they used a very likable character that we know. Someone who could obviously navigate their way through this whole situation and as always find themselves, you know, clean on the end. Right? Like this is this show is definitely my favorite uh Disney Plus Marvel show that they've come out with so far for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that it but what I think that I like about the whole new phase of Marvel that they've done with these shows and we've talked about this uh not on air but uh, amongst ourselves is every single one of these shows, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki, all character building shows. And they all dive in on the origins, the reasons, the whys and the who's and the what's about these characters that we didn't really get to know a lot about in the first, you know, 10 years of the MCU. I mean, they're all they're all pretty much side characters, you know, I think probably Loki has the most screen time out of has the most. But if you think about how they did the show, this isn't the Loki we know. So they gave us everything that we wanted when we wanted it. And then they're like, who the hell can we use to kind of like pitch our new whole thing to Marvel fans? And they're like, well, we're going to use Loki and we're going to develop his character to be the same person, but in a different way. Because we already know that people like cool Loki and heartfelt Loki, but we also have to explain something. Yeah. And he, Loki is the audience in this show almost, right? Like everything is explained to him, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. this show is a perfect representation of like his narcissism, if you want to get on that type of level, because he essentially yeah. like falls in love with himself in a right. female version. Ugh, I but, her. But, but the beautiful part about this show and they represent it in this season finale is that just like how every um, every time we've seen Loki in our version of the MCU, he's always stabbed the person in the back, which is represented in Thor Ragnarok, where Thor's like, "Look, you think you're unpredictable, but you're predictable," and like he zaps him with the with the thing that like paralyzes him, because at that point we like know how he is, right? Like he's he he uh, uh, only does for himself. Whereas here, he gets screwed over by himself. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, like after giving himself to this, like, person or whatever you want to call it. So, it's, it's a beautiful character study on Loki. And then, and then, and I'll stop and let you guys then compound <laughs> upon this. But and then, in this episode, to introduce Kang, but not <laughs> Kang. Uh, uh, who, he who remains, and like how they do this, it's so fucking brilliant. <laughs> I mean, it's like, hey, here's the elephant. The elephant's gonna talk to you, right? Like the elephant in the room is gonna tell you that it's an elephant in the room, and uh, that's it. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna show our whole <laughs> hand, and we're just gonna say, hey, take it. Like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, like, hey, I'll see you soon. Like, it's so well done. Like, ah, and this is what I'm saying. Last week I said it. Kevin Feige, you have done for me. I will follow this son of a bitch anywhere. Give it to me. Like, yeah. How do you, like, what were your thoughts, guys, about actually being delivered on Kang? As the season me, finale of the show, I'll go in real quick just to just to go off of what you're saying. One of the, the thing that I like about what this show 
did successfully, which I think no other thing has ever done, is essentially now this is the first real version of a multiverse that we're going to see, right? I think that the first, I mean, the first people who did it successfully was technically the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, the uh, the the Spider-Verse, not the Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, yeah, yeah, um, and that was perfect, right? <laughs> Give it to us. Give it to us in yeah, live action. That was yeah. right, exactly. That was perfect. But then to see then to see how they did that in live action with Loki and bringing in different characters of like different variations of the same him and you know uh, and other characters as well. I I just thought that it was like they did it flawlessly. They did such a great job with like with you know when it comes to comic books, that's the thing that's like the most hard to quantify in in movies is the fact that the universe is so expansive and there's so many mm -hmm. different variations of all these characters and this and that and they were able to do that i mean like i said almost perfectly for the show dude and they uh, and, and they that was like one of the coolest parts about it and they did it like like and this is the other thing is like before we didn't get anything until a after credit scene on the first avengers right. movie and right. here we haven't even gotten our first movie right. for the next phase. And yeah. they're like, this is the big bad. And and right. and this dude shits on the other purple guy because he allowed that guy to do whatever he wanted to do. Like like <laughs> Yeah, if you think about it that way. You know what I mean? Like he he's like, Yeah, like, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna let Thanos do his thing because I know that they're gonna fix it, you know. Later right, on. Yeah. like the the audacity. Like as as we're talking, something I didn't realize right now, but at the end, you know, Loki was sent back to the the TVA TVA, and then he shows up talking to you know Owen Wilson's character Mobius into the other person, and then Mobius is just like, "Who are you? What department are you with? Like, who are you?" Yep. So it's like so he also created multiple TVAs, so that's what like. No, it's just a different timeline. Different timeline. <clears throat> that's it. Because she killed mean? him. He got sent to a different timeline. So before um, all those branching timelines that were going all crazy, all of that stuff that was happening, right? Yep. There's always a TVA. Everyone has a TVA. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's multiple TVAs. Yes. Right, but like it's not it's not that he created uh, it's not that you know that's what like every timeline has it's a, a circumstance in order to keep of everything balanced. Yes. Oh, uh, see, this is so shit is too confusing did. for me. I don't think I'm smart enough for this. No, no. no to, so that's, don't worry, they're gonna explain it to you. Well. That was something that I realized as well because when he, when he doesn't recognize who he is, it's not like Mobius went back and there's a different Mobius. No, it's still Mobius. It's just one that I had never experienced this with loki he doesn't even know who right. he is oh, okay that makes sense you see oh, what i'm okay. saying so he's yeah. in a completely different timeline where when that happens when we see where he's at maybe season two or whatever it is when he when he shows up he's gonna be like we're gonna see some stuff like we're gonna see some stuff i think ant-man and the wasp <clears throat> quantum mania is gonna yeah. be bonkers yeah it's all like, gonna be insane I, yeah. I will say this though, because you brought up you brought up Kang. Um, I was fully ready for it to not be Kang. Yeah, me to too. To be honest with you, me too. <laughs> because because like, we had this conversation. The, the conversation last, last, last week. week. We were expecting right, it with, to like, be Loki, with Wandavision, <laughs> and whatever. And I was sitting there, and I was like, "It's gonna be low. It's gonna be the old Loki. It's gonna be you know." I was like so ready, or I was like, "It's gonna be a, a Miss Minutes in like in like person form." Or, you know, I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, "Whatever, whatever." Uh, yeah, and or it's so, gonna be Mephisto. <laughs> yeah, or probably Mephisto. Um, and so I was like, all right, well, whatever. And then the, the, the elevator opened and I was like, no way. And then what? my first thought was they actually did it. Yeah. That was it. They and called our bluff. Happened, you know, you know what my first thought I was? I saw him. What? Who the fuck is that? I have no idea. He's from, uh, uh, it's... an HBO show. What's his name? Uh, John, Jonathan Winter. Lovecraft, Lovecraft County. Lovecraft Country. Country yes. Uh, yeah. I've never seen him. Um, but as soon as I saw him there, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen in this episode. Yep. That was the point where I was like, okay, I have no clue how far they're going to take this. The fact that he showed up, I was like, oh boy, all bets are off. I have no clue what's mm -hmm. going to happen right now. And then I was glued to the TV. But is that because we're not comic book readers? 
because I no I, no, because, no 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 okay no it's not it's because they've they've continuously shown us these signs or whatever and then all the fans point them out like oh it's gonna be this and then it's never that but I think the so coolest I, thing about him being there though is the fact that he says you do not have free will I willed right. all of this to happen right, right. like like I brought you here, I put you here, and you have to make the choice. Right. And then there is the point where they're all there, and he then cannot see the future, which I've watched YouTube videos on, and it's like the Ancient (laughs) One has this moment with with Doctor Strange, right, In, in Doctor Strange, where she's like, I can't see past this point, right? Right. So it's like, he has that point. He has that moment where he can't see past, kind of like what's gonna happen, and right. then that's why all those branch realities kind of happen, even before Sylvie kills him, because it's inevitable, as Perthanos' right. uh, you know, wording. I but, th- I think uh, I, last thing because I want I want to hear what uh, Zabita want to hear. Yeah, what, I'm sorry, man. Perspective is. But yeah, you guys I do, talk I way wanna... too fucking much. Jesus, I'm sorry, right, I'm sorry, I can't. No, no, I will. Say, I will say, I will say this though. I think the 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 interesting thing about the show, and this goes on to the character development, like you were talking about, is the Loki that we all know changed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we saw it. Right? Yeah. Yet His evolution other... in this series was phenomenal. Right. Like, yet dude, Tom Hiddleston. Oh other... my God, he's so good. Yep. Right. Yet. Yet Sylvie's variation of Loki stayed, stayed the, same. the same. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's Fuck. just interesting. It's interesting that like, you know, where we finally saw that character grow up, so to speak, and now he's gonna have to be part of this alliance in order to stop what's going on. And I really like that they did that. They literally made an entire show for us to show us that Loki can be good. Yeah. I think that's really cool. All the variants that he has come across, yeah, he is the good one, right? Right. So go ahead, Zabita. Let's yeah. hear it. Lay it on us. Drop the hammer. Oh well, I mean, I, you guys are way more passionate about this than me because <laughs> I think it, it also it's also with me not reading into anything. So like, yeah. If Eric, I, Eric, I think you mentioned Kang on the show last week or like in a text. I can't yeah. remember, but. I had no idea who that was at all until right. you mentioned it. So if you did say that to me, even when he the elevator opened up, I still wasn't thinking Kang. And then I finally think at the end, I'm like, I guess it's I guess it's Kang. And then you know we talked about it afterwards. I'm like, oh okay, it is. So um, yeah, I mean throughout throughout this whole season, I really didn't have any expectations. You know, from the get go, I was kind of sold on the show mostly from Owen Wilson's character, um, yeah. Mobius. Like, the, like I don't know where he's been. I know he had some, like, real-life issues I think he was dealing with, but, like, really? man, it was good to see him back in, in Loki. He was so good throughout the entire season, but it was really disappointing not seeing him on a jet ski by the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I really liked his his like character arc and like where they took and I just love the the back and forth between him and Loki, you know, that kind of like love hate relationship. Mm-hmm. Um so those were like my favorite parts and I love seeing, you know, I just love seeing uh, Loki and Sylvie Sylvie kind of mm-hmm. talk to each other. I don't what was why was her name Sylvie again? Why did she call herself Sylvie? I, I don't, don't remember. Know. I don't remember. Right. Trauma. Yeah, I can't remember it. That's why. Huh? Sort of confused. So it's not confusion. Confucius. Uh, um, but I just, you know, I love seeing their kind of relationship build over time. And yeah, Evan, you made a great point about how she just didn't change, like you know, at all. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't have these deep philosophical thoughts i'm just you know i'm uh, you know i'm not like eric that watches three hours of youtube videos of you know the a mirror that was hanging in the bathroom when loki was washing his face 
How so, dare you? So it's like, what was in the reflection of that mirror? That's, you know, I'm not that kind of person. But, you know, I go, I went into the show not knowing anything, not having any expectations. And I absolutely love it because I know this is building for the future of Marvel and phase four because all of these movies, you know, we already know the, we already know there's multiverse in the Spider-Man movie because they said that, you know, Andrew Garfield, Tom McGuire is coming back. Um, there's a few other big guys from like previous X-Men movies that are coming. I can't remember, but then, you know, you're, you already have the title of Dr. Strange, the, the, multiverse of madness multiverse of madness which i watched uh i was watching something and they were like you know what it would have been better if they didn't give us this title you know until like yeah they i mean that's that's the same thing that's the same thing that happened um after we all saw uh infinity war it's like oh well they already told us Mm. there's uh, a Black Panther two. There's another Spider Man coming. Yep. It's like you know, it's the same right. thing. It's like, yeah, I agree. And they, it's and like, they blip the and they dust these people, and we're like, well, they're coming back. Well, it's like yeah, they already announced these movies, so I mean, it's still very you know, kind of powerful, you know, mm-hmm. either way. But, um, but yeah, I'm just you know, I'm so stoked that you know, come September when Shang Chi comes out, and then. Mm-hmm. I think Spider-Man's Christmas and then something else is in February. I can't even remember, but you know, we have, I'm just pumped to see, um, the direction they're going, especially, you know, I didn't know anything about Thanos before when he was teased at the end of Avengers. And when that happened, I'm like, okay, who fuck, like, who is this guy? And then they just built him up over time. So I kind of hope that's what happens with all of these other movies that are coming out. They just kind of, you know, keep building him up and then all of these, you know, the new Avengers, I guess you could call come together and kind of take his ass down, I guess. So, um, and it's yeah. good. I don't, I don't know anything about Kang the Conqueror at all. So, um, but yeah, those, those are my thoughts on Loki. Loved it. It's definitely my favorite of the new Marvel shows. Um, yeah. I think, uh, you know, I thought the finale was pretty good of WandaVision uh, I thought this was, you know, a lot like they, they should wrap this show up a lot better. Um, and Captain America was lukewarm on, as we mentioned last week. But yeah, so yeah, those are those are my my non philosophical thoughts on <laughs> on Loki. So, oh, I do have to mention, though, dude, the fucking score for this show. Oh, phenomenal. yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, Natalie Holt is the Natalie Holt is the composer. I've been listening to it on Spotify. The intro to the song is, oh, I love it. It's so good. Yeah. The um, instruments that they use, I don't know even know what you want to call it, some kind of synthesizer, but uh, it's mm-hmm. it's so good. Love it. Yeah, so. the use of music and then also um, like camera work in this show and like the use of lighting and stuff like that. And the color of lighting. Um, they had a like, really good one, like, uh, they had a really good long take when the the world yes. was collapsing, like, at yeah. the very end. That was a, that was pretty sick. Yeah. But, like, yeah. also, uh, I, saw, I saw that every episode, the coloring of that episode represents an infinity stone. Like, the whole episode is shrouded in... Is that in one of the videos you watch, or is that an actual thing that the filmmakers (laughs) talked about? Many, many videos. These are theories that are (laughs) very... Even even though they said in the first first episode... (laughs) Even though they said in the first episode that, like, Infinity Stones do nothing, the guy had paperweights. Yeah, I know, but apparently every episode has this, like, tinting of color in it, so... I don't know. I'm just talking. I'm I'm giving kudos to the cinematographers. And Real quick, shout out, shout out, shout out to Eugene Marion. He was Merriman, Merriman, Merriman. I can't remember how to say his last name. Wow. He was the guy, uh, the nerd guy, uh, with the paperweights. He is really? actually a yeah. He's a performer. He was a performer and a teacher at UCB here in really? Los Angeles. That's awesome. Uh, he actually taught my he taught my roommate how to do improv. Um, no way! Oh, no super kidding! Really? Funny guy, dude is yeah, yeah, super funny guy. Like just one of those guys you love to see winning because he's 
just he's a good dude and like yeah. he's killing it. So shout out to Eugene. Yo, shout out to Eugene. I saw someone real quick on I think it was on Reddit. It was a headline where it's like, yo, this dude has been in the Star Wars universe, the Star Trek universe, and now the Marvel universe. Really? Eugene yeah. Cordero, excuse me. Eugene Cordero. Yeah, I was Eugene, trying to look Eugene up his IMDb. Oh, here he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Eugene Merriman is a different Eugene, obviously. And he Samsonite. Was I, I, believe. I was way off. I was way off. <laughs> Eugene Cordero. He's been in yeah. so much stuff, but yeah, dude, the dude. Jeez, great. yeah, he's been a lot. Yeah. Dude, there's. Oh, he was I... in a he was in Mandalorian for an episode. There you really? Go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that they're sh- uh, shooting season three already for Mandalorian. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited to see where. You know, they go with that. The Bad Batch has been really good. I don't know if you guys have been watching that on Disney+. Plus. I actually okay. haven't because um, I didn't watch... You didn't watch Star- uh, Clone Wars, right? Clone Wars, right? So, like, for me, I'm not going to know what the hell's going on. You... Technically, you don't have to watch Clone Wars to watch Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. They were introduced in a four-episode arc at the end of Clone Wars, um, but you can watch it separate if you really want. Like, okay. I, I don't think you have to watch Clone Wars. Of course, you know, it's a little bit better if you do, but you don't. You don't but have isn't to. Isn't it all so. animated? Yes, but it's amazing. They make it for adults. Like, it's... I, I feel like this is not a kid show at all. Okay. Alright. Yeah. I'll give it like, a shot. When I, when I watch it... Well, now we're getting off Loki. I know we're kind of wrapping up Loki. But when I watch The Bad Batch, like... I just see it as like, you know, they're, you know, actors in the show. Like, I just, I don't think of it as a kid show. It's like, you know, they're, they're just making this, like, even with Clone Wars, this, that show got so much more adults over time. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. they were just like, yeah, we're not making this for kids anymore. It's just like, you know, for the fans out there, but I respect that. We'll, we'll have to talk about it on another, another episode as yeah, we wrap no, this man. up. All right. Maybe, but, I'll, maybe I'll start watching Bad Batch because it's, it's you know, it's hard to find something to kind of stick around and stay into today. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Yeah, I mean, I watched Rebels before I even watched Clone Wars. So, and Rebels, I feel, is a little bit more kiddie than Clone Wars. Anyways, we let's talk about uh, let's kind of wrap up Loki. We'll talk about that another time. But um, yeah, so any any final thoughts on Loki? I mean, I don't really have much besides you know, super excited for. The future of Marvel, and I guess What If is next. Is that the next Marvel show yeah, that's coming out? So. And, yeah. yeah, and um, apparently, and I might have read this somewhere. Here he goes. He's watching videos again. Go. No, no, no. I'm reading shit. So <laughs> What If might be like, they, it might be a show that's canon because all of these What Ifs happen in other universes. Oh, yeah. Realities, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, that can make sense, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I am excited for What If. I'm excited for everything that Marvel is putting out, obviously. And um, I'm excited for... Yeah. yeah. You hope they don't I, what? Mess it up? No, no, no. I, I, I'm, really, I'm really hoping they don't fuck up No Way Home for me. Because I really want to see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what? Look behind you. <laughs> as, as Eric was talking, someone was trying to hand him a bowl of ice cream or something. No, no, it's a, it's a healthy peach dessert. Cobbler? Yeah. That sounds healthy. <laughs> no, it's like a, I don't fucking know, man. I just, All right. Anyways, <laughs> I'll end mine with I'm excited for it as well. I'm excited for season two of Loki because that was announced. I guess everyone missed that, but um, yeah, that was the there was Loki the stinger. Was it was the stinger at the end of the credits. But when is it coming yeah. out though? That's the question. I, mean, I don't know. They have the hell knows. Yeah, I don't know. but the fact right, that they're doing another one is pretty cool. Like, come yeah. on. But anyway, yeah, I'm pumped. It. I'm excited. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. 